Hi everybody and welcome back to the latest edition of Gunners and Blues Supporters Club Ireland Podcast. This is Ash, your host as always. And oh my God, the unthinkable happened on Monday evening. Everton won a game away from home. Not only winning that game, but just a small thing of... Scoring five goals. Yes, we scored pretty much uh, most of our goals that we scored all season. And we got five of them in the, the game against Brighton. But stay tuned. Max Reaction's coming up next. Everton were victorious here last season. Coming away with a 2-0 win. A repeat of that would go down. An absolute treat with the travelling Evertonians. This opinion, the Ecuadorian international, now picked up by Alex Iwobi, getting Everton on the move, and Calvert Lewin takes it brilliantly. Decorey's in the box. Calvert Lewin, he's found him. What a start! What a start! 35 seconds on the clock, and Everton strike. Abdullah Decorey with a priceless goal. Everton and the travelling hordes celebrate in some style. The perfect opening to a game when the pressure is on. Everton have delivered here. Decore with his third of the season. Iwobi started it here. Calvert Lewin with a brilliant little flick to get him away from Lewis Dunk. And he had the wherewithal to find Decore who steered it home. So yes, Ash, your host, back for the Goodison Blues of Paris Club Ireland podcast. Welcome to the latest episode. And yes, my voice is back. Voice has finally returned to normal. So well, well, well. It's now Wednesday. As I said, my voice has finally returned to normal. Monday was just an evening of just not believing what we saw from this Everton side at the Amex. Uh Everything clinically just put the Seagulls to the sword in a game which from start to finish was just a stunning performance from everyone from the starting lineups to the subs. Yes, Deich made subs. Yes, and not only that, he finally heeded the calls from Evertonians and dropped Michael Keane and Yeri Mina made his first appearance since January. And even though we took them to the sword... The second half is the only slight negative I will say is because we sat back. Um, and because of that, usually what happens when Everton's set back, we normally capitulate and just fall apart. But we didn't. And for once in, I don't know when, the last time I can even remember it happening, we stopped pretty much all the onslaught. The second half, what we did end up, when we did kind of, kind of get broken through, it was all being saved by Jordan Pickford, at least four perfect world-class, England's number one saves to keep Brighton now from getting back into the game. And behind the goal in the first half, <laughs> and even in matters, we had barely had the Guinness and the Smithicks on, and we were 1-0 up. A messy light turn by Dominic Carvalhoon, getting the ball back from a Wobie, and off DCL went... Just left Dunkford for dead and a perfect low cross with the curry to slot an easy finish home and Mahers erupted. It was just a perfect start. We could not have dreamed this. And seconds later, we went from the delirious to the, oh shit, there's 89 minutes left to see this out. But what 
we didn't know is that we didn't need to worry about it because of what was going to follow. 29 minutes in, the Curry starts a move. McNeil decides to bomb down the left-hand side. The Curry then had made a 50 and 60 or 50 or 60 yard sprint into the box, and the ball floats over everyone. And we were just waiting for him to maybe take the take the ball down and have take plenty of uh, plenty of time and space just to pick his target. But the Curry said, "Pants to this, lads," and just buried a first time right foot volley past the keeper, and then. The hugs and screams around Mahers. We were just in ecstasy. We could not believe our eyes. And even still, it was all about everything, aren't we? And even BT Sports were doing their usual comments, putting the mockers on us. Could not give us credit whatsoever. Even at the end of the game, could not give us any credit. And there was a couple of amazing chances to get a third and a fourth, even before the third goal actually went in. Well, we had a chance to put the curry in to get his hat-trick, and his his eventual pass was overhit. The Curry then did retrieve the ball, gave it to McNeil, who stole his way back in. And a cross coming in, it came out and stopped the leg, hit the leg, sorry, of the keeper and found the net. And 3-0 Everton. And the whole back tier at the Amex, obviously, I think I did hear that there was Everton fans in that section that couldn't get tickets for the away section. So I don't think they were supposed to be there. But it looked like that whole back tier was all Everton. And it was just unbelievable. Uh, never mind scoring three goals for the first time in a game in a long time. But actually scoring these goals away from home against a side who, let's not reflect, they were fighting, still fighting for Europe. Uh, they've been one of the most impressive teams in the league this season, outside the usual, the usual, you know, quartet or so. So, this game was was following Leicester losing five three earlier. Was now becoming more significant as we were pulling away here. And even before half time, James Garner should have made a four 0 but his close range tap in was blocked by a defender. So into the second half, Brighton rang the, the the changes, four changes in fact, and this really got them into action. And like the first half, had all the possession, but this time they were starting to be more dangerous attacking. This led to Mina and Tarkowski clearing away countlessly every single time Atna came in and Pickford with those brilliant saves. Because all we could we could just feel around the uh, in the in the pub that if Brighton were just to get one We'll be doing everything and capitulation fall apart at the seams. And it was all one-way traffic with Everton defending like absolute rocks, like boulders. Just We were unable to move out of the way and just they couldn't really break through. And 76 minutes of breakaway saw a Wobie slot in McNeil and he rounded the keeper and defender before tapping into a, a, an empty net. And even that, doing a Ross Barkley celebrating even before he scored. And it was 4-0 Everton. We just could not believe that this could get any better. And by now, a lot of the the Brighton fans have started to leave the Amex, while Everton just kept on singing and singing and singing. Even Brighton pulled one back. McNeil got his second with a Jeff Hurst style. Some people are on the pitch. They think it's all over. It is now. He slammed home a fifth into the top left-hand corner. Keeper, no chance. And Everton record the most unlikely of victories. If you had, if I if I went to the, the bar staff there, or I, the, the lads that were there, and I went, you know what, lads, I have a fully feeling now we're going to win this game 5-1. They'd have the white coats outside waiting for you. 
to take you away because what a performance an absolute stunning performance it even stunned Bernie was on her Lucas aid and all of a sudden as soon as it went one nil up she thought Jesus I can't take this now but boom she was on to her her regular course it's just it just stunned everyone into what it was that was actually was going to unfold we just did not think it was going to happen even at three nil if we were all honest with ourselves we we're just thinking just don't you know just don't let them concede don't let them concede don't let them concede because we know what could happen and only for the immense Yerry Mina has proved who has proved that he is our best central defender by a shadow of a doubt um, it was a good partnership with James Tarkowski they just stopped everything whatever he didn't get Mina did and vice versa and when anything did get by the saves that Jordan Pickford pulled off I've seen it already in the other in, in every single podcast in every single YouTube channel I have watched so far. They've all said the same thing that this whole thing of Pope and Ramsdale will, you know, going towards uh, England, you know, trying to get to England's number one spot. Sorry, lads, you might be decent enough keepers, but for shot stopping like that, you're not even close to what Jordan Pickford is. Not even close. So that debate on who's England number one. It's, it's it's well closed as far as I'm concerned. Um, I would have a performance like that. I don't usually do a, a player rating style kind of thing, but I just think this game uh, mer- merits, it, merits it, should I say. So with that, like starting off with Jordan Pickford, giving him a 10, you know, just for those saves alone, he gets uh, a 10 for me. Uh, for Patterson, I give him a 7. Only apart from the, the first maybe 15-20 minutes, he looked uh, a little bit shaky against Matomo. Because uh, Matomo has been one of those unsung wingers, I suppose, in the Premier League this season. But once he figured out how to deal with him, he was absolutely brilliant after that. And that's why I've given uh, Patterson a 7. Mikolenko giving him a 7 as well. Same for me. He looked nervy in the opening exchanges before he got to grips and... He did have a good partnership with Dwight McNeil helping him out defensively. So I did give him a 7 as well. Mina, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, He won everything. Bossed everyone, bullied everyone. Just as I said, our our best centre-back. Tarkowski gave him a 9. Strong, cleared everything, what he needed to do. And a good partner with Yeri Mina. Uh, James Garner... Game of seven, missed the so-called sitter at the end of the first half, but worked hard, and his passing was pretty decent. Idrissa Ganagay, game an eight, worked hard, uh, didn't see two, you know, no loose balls from him this time, uh, won decent tackles, and was ready to help out defence when needed. And Decore, I've given him a ten, worked his ass off to be in the right place, especially for his second goal, and took that second goal extremely well. Some decent tackles there as well to help out the team. Alex Awobi, giving him an eight. Apart from the loose ball, <coughs> excuse me, that could have found, or maybe should have found, the Corey to get him onto a hat-trick. He was brilliant and won everything, and passes were pretty, pretty decent, apart from that one. Uh, for Dwight McNeil, if I give him a 10-plus, I would. His two goals were class, his work rate sublime, attacking and in defending, as I said, helping out uh, Mikolenko when needed. Dominic Cavalloon, uh, a nine. The only thing missing for him was a goal for himself. But thankfully, fingers crossed, touch wood, he's looking fit. Uh, the turn 
for the first goal was when he when he rolled dunk. He actually rolled dunk a couple of times in the game. Uh, it looks like he and obviously hopefully with this win getting the squad back into some sort of form and a belief in themselves to get us out of trouble. Um, that was the only thing that was missing for Dominic Cavaloon's game was just that he didn't get a goal for himself. Onto the subs, we just had the two. Uh, Onana came on, gave him an ace just because he just did enough just for that pass in for McNeil's uh, second goal. And then Mope just gave him a six. He just came on, just ran ran around, did nothing really major. And for the for manager Sean Dice, gave him a ten. He got everything spot on. He got the decisions right. The, the subs were made at the right time. Um, with the game being 4-1, maybe you could have asked for maybe bring on Damari Gray just to give him a, a run out because he may still have a part to play in the, the last three games. That might be the only thing. It's not, it's not a big deal. It's not like the lad is, is Fisher hasn't played uh, a lot this season. So before the Forest game kicked off, we were 16th. And with them winning, we've dropped. We've slightly dropped to 17. So still a bit of work to do, but this should give everyone a massive boost heading into Sunday's game with City and with Leeds hosting Newcastle. Chelsea is hosting Forest, I believe. Southampton hosting Fulham. We will have qu- quite a big idea of how the table looks before we kick off on Sunday afternoon, and then finally on Monday, Leicester host Liverpool. So big games ahead this week for, for if, ahead of everyone. Um, at the bottom of the table. So at full time, we were all just sitting back and having to reflect on what we had just seen and just to take it in. And now a few days to recover. Hopefully all the players came through the game unscathed and ready to to battle City. We will be a better frame of mind going into this match now than we would have been prior to the Brighton game. Um, I think in total, we had 23% possession for the whole game. So we really did soak it up. We soaked up the pressure and absolutely destroyed Brighton on the counter. Something you just don't see from Everton teams or just don't see way enough. But this was well worth the watch. And since since then, I've just YouTubed the highlights over and over and over. And the more I watched, especially that for the second goal, to see the Corre starting it and that sprint, he busted his ass to get into the box and put up the hand to get Dwight McNeil's attention to put that ball over the top to him. He made his business to get into that box and took it well. Um, so it's all the, you guys, the fans who were at the MX that day, you deserve that. You know, travelling all the way down there, and not just for these for that game, but for the away games all season. If they had a Premier League table for away fans, and not just away fans, but away fans that. Before that game had only won once uh, away from home all season. To still to go there and still put your faith in the side and still sing your hearts out. There's nothing but credit goes to you guys. And that's where you get this, the cliche line of the 12th man. Absolutely brilliant. Um, and then for Sunday, some of our members are heading over for the City game. So let's hope that a bit of a bit of luck shines on you for, for that game. So I'll leave it there, guys. <laughs> That's it for this edition. Thanks for listening, as always, guys. You you keep listening, and I'll keep making make them. It's that it's that simple. And um, I'll be back with a match preview at so, at some time in the in the coming days. 
as we prepare for the City game. So I'll chat to you all then. <sighs> Brighton 1, Everton 5. <laughs> Where's the white coats? Up the toffees, talk to you soon. It's unbelievable, Jeff!